This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. And welcome and happy Tuesday, everybody, here on Divots and Pivots. Bud is a ghost, and there he is. Uh, <laughs> empty chair for a second, but that's all right. Yeah, no intro tonight, then that's because big news coming. We have a new intro on the way. We didn't want to spoil it. It should be here hopefully for the show next week, so stay tuned for that because you know it's going to bring the bang. Uh, have fun with that. So, as always, though, Bud, welcome to the studio tonight. How are you? You look pumped to go. I'm overwhelmed with joy <laughs> to bring the bang with you week in <laughs> and week out on the front half of this Tea Time Tuesday. We've got rolling. Now, things are wonderful, man. I... uh Nothing, nothing disappointed over the weekend golf wise. We got stories, we got controversy, we got people chirping your boy over here for speaking the truth on on the Insta ham. So things were magnificent. I can't wait to yes. uh, I can't wait to get into this. And before we go any further, just want to make sure we we throw our proper shout outs to those proper individuals: Fantasy National, Mahler Brothers, and of course Belly Up for letting us play in your sandbox a little bit. But the support, as always, is DivPiv. If you stop by one of those places and, and drop them a dime, just make sure you give us some love, mm-hmm. and uh, you will love what loves you back. Yeah, Isn't so that you how it right, right, uh, Yeah, maybe something. Sure, yeah. Works with love me. Sounds sounds like the sounds philosophy. Uh, philo- uh, philosophy. Stop. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Let's get on. <laughs> Philosophical. Thank you. Philosophical to me. But, yeah, right there on the bottom, you can see milobros.com, DivPiv. For 10% off, get on there and get any of their apparel, uh, their accessories. But, of course, get on there and get your second ball All-American uh, T-shirt. Uh, support the boys. And, yes, get in the Arnold Palmer because we are at uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. Brought to you by MasterCard at Bay Hill Lodge and Club and, and et cetera, <laughs> ad nauseum, ad infinitum. No, we are going to get into Bay Hill. It's a big yes. week. It's another elevated event designated, quote-unquote, which is becoming some sort of ill word on the Twitter sphere. But people can go themselves uh people the guys are going to chase what they're going to chase get your bag and move on with life speaking of getting your bag live we can't go any further without addressing it two things that caught my eye on live and then i'll kick it over to you i promise i'll pass the talking stick i told you i was coming in hot <laughs> yeah that's and, fine. Um, but I first and i got i gotta i gotta find further i gotta find further that's a swaggy put that back up what are you what is there that it is. Patriots. is that your patriots is that your sophistication station patriots goblet it is now it's an old, I don't know why I've never had it on camera before. It's a little beat up. That That's probably why I've always kept it clean with the clear glass. But Just like the Pats, a little beat up, but we love them. Oh, yes. um, no, so one of the things that I saw, and I got to look a little bit further into this, is I guess the, the live golf handle that they want. Yeah, we're going to chirp live a little bit. The live golf handle that they want is being held hostage by like a, a, a 12 or 13 or 14-year-old girl. Uh, who's new to the game and her name's Olivia. And so she just decided to use live golf, L I V golf. So that's why if you go, that's why they have to do live golf underscore tour. Um, And I'm so curious to know if there's been any contact. (laughs) I did go to this, I did go to this person's page because I wanted to see like, and sure enough, ever since somebody pointed that out, this, this account's been gaining like consistent followers every couple Of of days. And I'm just, 
I'm super fascinated to know, was there contact? Uh, you know, because mm -hmm. if, if so, if I, if they're throwing this kind of money, what would they say to this young lady just to get a Twitter handle or nothing, or they might just not even think that deep into it. And this is another yeah. one of those manufactured controversies that, that we, us in the podcasting world want to get oh, going. It seems like they're trying to take um, everything they want. So who knows? So that was the first thing. The second thing is I, I shockingly found myself somewhat, I, I did watch. I mean, let's be honest. When those the, the whole argument behind live is you're gonna tune in when these guys are on, and they're right exactly. to an extent. I do think there's a shelf life, and we can talk, we've talked about logistics of it, you know, and we will continue to. Mm -hmm. But I did tune in because as Hardy said, it, it was easy. I was folding laundry, I was letting my I was letting my my beautiful daughter do my nails. I think she did a wonderful job. She that was the, that was the, that was the deal. It was I'm sitting there folding laundry, watching golf like a like a grown dad should. And um, yeah, honey, can you take her for a second? Yeah, she wants to paint your nails. Go for it. You sure. know, so I got to watch golf. It was easy. It was on the CW. So there it was. Boom, tuned in. I knew what I was getting because we've been early. We we were early yeah. adopters of Live. We've got the receipts to prove it. It, and I say adopters in the sense of treating it at what, for what it is entertainment golf, you know, yep. it, no, no more, no less. It, it, it doesn't mean it can't get the shine it needs to get, to get going, yeah. but there's nothing to suggest that it's there yet or even on its way. I think it's still, this is still in beta mode for sure, but they did cross that threshold. They got to see it. Did you see it? Uh, I saw very little of it. Um, Partly because I don't have cable here at the house, so I had to go out on Sunday afternoon after uh, my time with the kids ended and tried to grab a, a few minutes of it at a, a local establishment. Uh, and that's about uh, to fight. I had to fight to get just one little TV to get a little bit of CW on because nobody wants to put the CW on in the bar and they don't care if it's because it has golf on it or not. Uh, they want to watch everything else that's on. So uh, I think, which I think says enough right there. Just people just, it, it's not cared enough about you know in a in a widespread sense yet right it's but still like they want to attract golf your to casual extent. golf fan and it doesn't seem at least the casual golf fans i've come across out in public at sports bars and, and places like that where you would expect the conversation about to of live golf to be had the, the, the excitement's been down i'll say this there's more conversation about live golf than the golf Yes. Uh, that's the next point I was yes. going to make. It, it's a cool story that Charles Howell III, I mean, journeyman that he is, been yep. there and back, and he gets a $4 million payday. And, I, and, and I'm not going to take away from those tournaments. You put together yeah. a field of 50 professional golfers – I, yeah, that's, that's freaking impressive because sure. you have that many guys out there and that level of talent, especially some of the names that they have. I'm not going to bag on them for that. I will say though, I just don't see where it's going to go next because as I pointed out and then some, somebody, a troll came at me and it was fun because a couple of, couple of guys came to my defense and they were like, dude, settle down. He's not making, I, I wasn't making an argument against anything. I was actually exactly. responding. To yeah. I tuned in and I still think that until they, they introduce cuts, or some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of kind of like real risk, then it's going to continue to be somewhat entertaining and quasi, you know, engaging golf, uh, exhibition golf. You yes. know, it, it, when I see a guy like, I can't remember the dude's name. I think it was Sihuan Kim might've been his name, but he goes plus 11, yeah. plus six, plus six. And then he walks away with 120 grand. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so the, the guy was chirping me for saying like, why are you so obsessed with people not getting paid? I'd, I'd <laughs> not, you know, you're, you're missing the point here. I don't yeah, really care. Yeah, about... <laughs> stop. Yeah. Just stop. And so I do think that it, I mean, obviously they've got the bankroll for it. They've got the support for it, mm -hmm. but look down the road. The most important thing to these guys are the majors. And Greg Norman did his little victory lap when the announcement came out that all four majors are going to roll back the tape. Mm -hmm. You and I have been saying from day one, the majors are just going to sit on the sideline because they have no, there is absolutely zero zilch reason for them to take a position. If you, if you currently hold, yeah. if you currently hold an invitation, we'll honor it. Whether that's a lifetime invitation, tenure invitation, whatever it may be, the opens are the open. The yep. PGA championship said that the live players are welcome back. They didn't say that we're going to readjust our, it's still going to be whatever top 50 in the world rankings or whatever exactly, they use yeah. for their criteria. It's still up to live to go out and prove that their 54 hole exhibition, you know, extravaganzas. I love David Faraday. I really do. I miss him. I kind of miss him. I was listening to him sure. and that's my guy. They're pushing the team thing a little hard. Yeah. And 
I've noticed that early on so far. Okay. Okay. First divot or pivot of the day. All right. So first divot or pivot uniforms. No. See, (laughs) think, but think of someone like for me, some of the, the, the most recognizable figures in golf to the casual golfer that they're trying to attract are the ones who are individuals that are on the course. Your Ricky Fowler's going back to even John Daly with the crazy pants, Ian Poulter with the crazy pants. Like the, the guys who express individuality and get and have fun with it and get crazy with it, those are the guys that people who don't watch golf still know. Or even if they don't know his name, they'll see a, a picture and go, oh, yeah, I, I know that guy. I've seen him on TV playing golf. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. It's an, it, 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 to, to me, it's still an individual sport, but my brain can conceptualize where they're trying to go with it. I mean, we all get it. Sure. You're trying to sell these teams. Uh, and eventually at the end of the day, maybe it does kind of, you know, add something to it. But for me, I just, I still kind of think like they're trying so hard, but I also understand why they have, that's their, that's their business model. That's their plan. That's what they're going for. Uh, but for me, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it, it I'm sorry. I kind of like it. I kind of like it fine. because see, I like to see where these guys are trying to take their personalities and play it out there. And some of them, some of it hits and some of it doesn't. Sure. And maybe because I'm coming from the standpoint where I don't really f- see the need or for the team aspect anyways. Like I was curious when it first started last year to see what it looked like. And it just, it didn't do anything for, for me tonight. Uh, tonight I'm reading the, the comments. Here. It didn't do anything for me uh, when it came to my viewing experience of watching it. Uh, so I'm not really in on the teams necessarily. Quite frankly, I think the teams are there as a way to almost as a, was a, as a tactic to get the guys who, who are just there to kind of ride out their last days of golf to make money. It's a way to yeah. get them to, to make more money because they're going to get carried. Yeah. They were basically, like basically to translate it. They were basically giving, uh, given a slice of ownership of a sports franchise. That's the way that these yeah. live. The live vision is that these are like the fireballs is going to be a sports franchise that maybe is owned by a billionaire joined by mm-hmm. T- Sergio and blah, 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 you and, it, speaking over, of Mito, over over, over right? real fast before we get off that over under uh one and a half or how many times Pat Perez's score is factored in on day three zero no. I don't think he, I, think, I don't think he is going to matter at all to his team this year I, in, in this I think he's event. on scholarship I think and, yeah. and rightfully he, so he's not hating lo- like he is living the dream of course and that's he is. why and that's why people respected him and they respected DJ people yeah. weren't buying into Patrick Reed saying we're trying to change the game of golf and grow the mm-hmm. game of golf and by the way Sergio calling Rory immature I know Come on, we're we're okay. We're not going to even get in there because that needs no. That, if you if you don't know what that we're talking about, deserves a tea time later. Maybe we'll get there later. But um, Mito Mito uh, Pereira. Yes, and this is actually the perfect time. Are we done on live? Can we can we move on from live this week? Uh, Charles yeah, we Howell yeah. won. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, real, and real fast there. Yes, there you saw. There is wine tonight. You missed the whole discussion on the the glammed up uh, glass tonight. But, actually, uh, we'll pause. We'll pause real quick before we make this drink. Big, 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 big new unveiling coming up. So let's pause real quick. What, what are you drinking? What is your pod juice of the evening? Uh, so I am, I do have the bottle right here cause it's now empty. Uh, Louis Vieira, Monteria, Reserva. There's a lot of us at the end of these words. <laughs> All right. But, uh, zero hey, to 10. Good. Do you recommend? Uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's, it's not my favorite, but, uh, it's not overly dry or overly sweet. It's kind of in that, that, that nice middle ground so well you've inspired you a solid me. seven just give you a solid seven you've inspired <laughs> me and i'm at the end of this bottle of maple bacon flavored bourbon that my brother-in-law gave me and it's not bad but i spilled a shy i spilled some of it last weekend and the entire basement has reeked of like maple mm, bourbon bacon uh but really <laughs> the pod juice of choice today is of course the arnie course. palmer shouts to the king uh, the guy revolutionized the damn game. We'll do sure an entire, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe, maybe we'll do some more Arnie stories later. Cause we got some fantasy business to get to. And we got to talk about something special here in a second, but here's to you, Arnie and his army. Um, yes. if you don't know, look it up, ask somebody. We will always drink. And yes, I did chase. I did just chase that shot. If anybody wants to be like, Oh, drink it, <laughs> bird. No, it's 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 horrible tasting stuff. But somebody get food. It sounded it. horrible tasting. Anyway, <laughs> we are we we are introducing a new segment this week, and yes. and I'm excited about it. It has, it has it has a personal space in my heart. So, so it, it involves Mito Pereira because Mito just jumped to live, 
And Mito got, everybody knows the story. He was PGA championship. If you watched full swing, we got a deep dive. We met him. You know, a lot of people liked him after that. A lot of people didn't like him after that. What I find fascinating is he, he got to where he was because of the corn Ferry tour. He was one of those guys, those 12 in the history of the tour that got what they call a battlefield battlefield promotion. He won his three tournaments and, Moved on and you in. get your card, you get, you finish the year on the, on the, uh, you know, in the big leagues, you get your card for the next, next time, you know, he gets a little taste of that and then he leaves. And I think he's going to yeah. be an interesting guy to follow uh, because I do think he left for the whole familial, cultural, my family and thinking long-term, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. And he's also 26, 27. We've talked about this before. The, the door's not shut for those but guys. But it will be PGA interesting tour. to see how, if he does ever leave live, obviously he hasn't been on the tour a long time to where he's that, that card is, gonna still be oh, there gosh, no. for him no, so like what guys, path what, if guys, he leaves live what path does he take to get back on tour if he chooses corn fairy tour go back well, to monday Q. go right back to corn fairy and then he'll probably he'll probably crush it too but let's get into it let's get let's get to your to your new uh it may not be every week, but it might be every no, week. No, when it's, when it's, when it's warranted. And this when week it is certainly <laughs> warranted, especially given the news that came out about 15 minutes ago. Well, here we go. This is your Corn Ferry update with Bud. And as you saw there, the Corn Ferry update with Bud brought to you by Fantasy National Golf Club. We've talked about them all the time. They're bringing us their stats. You might be asking, well, wouldn't that make sense for them to uh, to sponsor your, your fantasy picks segment? We'll get to that later. You will see. But for now, Bud, hit us with what's going on on the Corn Ferry Tour. I'm going to back and maybe, it up. To and maybe quickly just explain what the Corn Ferry Tour is in case we do have some viewers who don't who aren't familiar with it. I'm going to back it up to the 1996 Tallahassee Open, and that's what we're going to talk about here. here so the Corn Ferry Tour has been through iterations. It started in 1989-90, somewhere in there, and it was originally the Ben Hogan Tour. It's been the Web got, Web got, Web.com <laughs> Tour, the Nationwide yes. Tour. In the mid-90s, it was the Nike Tour for a while. And I actually, if you've listened to the show before, I actually had an opportunity to caddy on uh, on that on that tour um, in and for a guy named Bobby Elliott. And it was a life-changing experience. I was like 14 years old. They came to my home course. I went out there. I got heckled by some of the some of the, the seasoned guys to get the F out of there. And this this guy, you know, spit in Copenhagen everywhere from UNLV was gave me a shot. So I've always had a soft spot in my heart. When you have an experience like that, it really runs a deep impact. Skip ahead to last fall or last spring. I went out to French Lick, Indiana, and played the Pete Dye in the Donald Ross course. That's what the French Lick mug is for. What is this one? This one's from this is the Donald Ross course. I've got the Pete Dye hat over there. It is one of the most beautiful settings. It is one of the most difficult tracks. 8,100 plus from the tips. No, I did not play it from back there because it's like 280 <laughs> carry to every par four or five. But the Corn Ferry Tour just recently announced that that's going to be the location of their tour championship uh, starting in or their their series ending or their season ending series starting next year. So for me, the stars are all aligning for this kind of world where I love the Corn Ferry Tour. I'm all in. I think that that's where developmental mental golfers are going to come out of. I think that's where the stars are going to come out of. And I don't think you're going to see too many guys make that jump. You might see one every once in a while who's in the top 25 about to get their card and live snags them. But I don't think it's going to be such because there's only 48 spots. It's not going to be such a drain on our farm system, so to speak. And if you haven't caught on yet, that's what it is. It's the farm system for the PGA Tour. If you don't make the FedEx Cup playoffs in the PGA Tour, they got a spot for you down there. Um, if you don't make the playoffs down there, sorry. See you next year. You got to go to Q School. Q School is used to be how you got to the PGA Tour. You're a ton of guys in the 90s. They went to Q School. Now mm-hmm. Q School is how you get into the Corn Ferry Tour where you have to go make your bones. And if you weren't paying attention last week at the Honda, you probably weren't watching the Honda, let's be honest. Most of the guys were getting ready for the Seminole Pro member. But if you weren't, you need to go back and watch some of these some of these finishes. Chris Kirk shouts to the guy. He's been to hell and back. And it's great to see him finally, you know, be in the winner's circle again after battling his demons. And if yeah. you missed it, he said, Thank God, if I wasn't sober, this wouldn't have happened. I'd probably be dead right now. So shouts to Chris for living his life out loud and letting us all be, be a part of his ride and his journey. But the guy that he overcame, Eric Cole, is a yeah. corn fairy guy, you know, and, and, and this was his first PGA tour start. And all of a sudden, you know, he walks away. He turned, I mean, is he, 
he's a rookie at what 34 something like that yeah and he walks he, away his with, story has become has been almost bigger than christian kirk's uh well, it, in the in the aftermath of this this the honda yeah and he walks away with you know nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. he has mm-hmm. status now he gets 300 fedex cup points which is massive and yeah. he's got and he's get and he gets invitations to next week's event and then he also so point being a weekend with live you know is is what it is but this corn fairy tour is where the next wave of champions truly are going to come out of because even if you go a couple spots back down there's there's a last name gerard ryan gerard he's another corn fairy guy who monday qualified for honda and then all of a sudden he finds himself in contention and now he's got half a million dollars he's got status for next week's tournament you know he he gets more status and points when the next quote-unquote shuffle of uh of the rankings for corn fairy so and then of course my the darling of my eye the lefty the hefty lefty wink wink if you if you missed it homeboy took his shirt off a couple times he's 136 pounds soaking wet with clothes (laughs) on he was probably a buck 15 in those pictures but the flow the follow through the finish Mm -hmm. he was up there he was up there t14 going into the weekend something like that akshay we're with you i'm team ab i'm here for you um corn fairy tour is where it's at and really it was him it was his answer in a press conference pointing out all this to me that was like ding like what are we doing here this is it this is the college football this is like the power five college football conference of golf so if you're not paying attention you should and we're going to make sure that you are from time to time so back to you in the studio yeah so the corn fairy update with bud will be a regular occurrence here uh and he put it perfectly it's 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 gonna be i think what what has and what will continue to feed the PGA. It won't be the live. I know we talked early on in the live days that yeah, we'll it's not gonna go back and become, forth. Will live become the the I guess the the feeder to the PGA, but uh it doesn't seem like that's gonna be the way it goes. Um so corn ferry here to stay and that's fantastic. Big win for the PGA there. Not that it was in jeopardy, but it feels like a win. But anyways Yeah, the perfect timing. Sorry, they're off for a couple weeks. Keep going. My apologies. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, let's get into it though, because the the Arnold Palmer Invitational is uh, is another big one on the season that a lot of guys check uh, check off, and you can see it in the field this week. We got a, all the big names are here: the defending champion Scotty Scheffler, Rahm is back on the course, looking for his fourth win in five appearances, I think, uh, which is just stupid, uh, but awesome at the same time. So we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. But let's get into it. We're going to get into some of our DFS picks here. And these are now going to be brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, we'll, we, will be having some, we will be having some more Underdog-specific content coming in the coming weeks. So be on the lookout for that. But for now, Underdog Fantasy is going to bring us our Divot and Pivots Picks of the Week. Let's get into it because we're at Bay Hill this week. Another Floridian course back to your home, your homegrown area down there for you. Uh, and then really just one of those courses that people can recognize, but just from a picturesque standpoint, those coastal courses, it's one of those that people can, uh, you know, when you say it, when you show a picture, you, you tend I'm to stop. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Bay Hills in the dead center of the state. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's in the, it's in the Orlando area, but still by water though, come on. You're always by water in the state of Florida. <laughs> See, this is my point about people from New England, though. They think that every – I bet you think that, like, Atlanta is a suburb of Orlando and that, like, Jacksonville and Miami are right down the street from each other. It's like well, nine I don't hours think that. from Jacksonville to Miami. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> A1A Beachfront Avenue runs from Jacksonville down to Miami. That's what he was talking about. Ice Ice Baby. It doesn't say Detroit Avenue. It says Beachfront Avenue. But we are at Bay Hill. We so are what Bay is that? Hill. It, 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 you nailed it though it's familiar it's home yes. it's one of those tournaments we saw it we, we heard it in john rom's voice he talked about how important it was to win tiger's tournament how important yeah. it was to win jack's tournament and that's why the the, the heater that he's on i mean i'm not going to get it's i'm so not going to get ahead but it's it, it's it, it's unbelievable but the course is uh you got to you got to play the par fives you got to attack the par fives you have to take advantage yes. of them everybody knows about 18 um it, it, i mean it's basically a glorified par four and it's an opportunity to make some magic happen Dr- tigers drop some putts there Rory uh, in 2018 with that massive win, uh, and he's and he and he's always floating around the top. So I mean, it's it is a it's a top heavy field, but is a familiar field, and it's another designated event. I almost think that this is one of those kind of counter punches where you know pe- the, 
I saw somebody knocking the tour and like only the good players can play in the designated events and that. Yes, yeah, the design. Give it the programs. Exactly what they're going for here. Uh, so yeah, well, let's get to because look, Bay Hill. It's uh, it's seventy four hundred yards. Uh, par seventy two. Bermuda greens. We're back to the Bermuda greens here, uh, which a lot of you, you either love them or hate them. It's, it's just what it is. Uh, but you nailed it. Par fives. It, let's jump right into it. Par fives. One of my key stats. Strokes game Par five. It, it's such a clutch on this course. You have to t- you have to score in them, or you're going to be in trouble. Because uh, the rest of the course is just it's it's challenging enough to where you, if you miss your opportunities, you're, it's it's tough to make them up in other places. So. Uh, the power fives is where it's at, and as always, uh, strokes gain approach is uh, going to fall into my model as well with putting. Uh, and we're going to mix it up this week. We're going to use off the tee instead of uh, ball striking. Just trying to mix it up because I was not. I may have beaten you last week, but we both put up some kind of poor performances. Uh, it didn't also. Hey, you it also the didn't hand help. You're the shitty field at Honda. Come on, man. Stay, stay, stay. Keep it up. <laughs> it also didn't help that I had Thomas Dietrich withdraw after a, a yeah. six over round one. So that was. That was fun. I kind of knew what was what was in store for the rest of the weekend there. Uh, hey, how about, my, how about my call on Cooch, huh? O2 yeah. barbecue for Maddie. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? His <coughs> sorry about that. It snuck up on me. Uh, a a call that, and I'm before we even get into the specifics of the number ranges here, because uh, this is one of those weeks where we've said it in the past. If you listen to our show from the from the get from the, the start over the past uh, year or so here, it's uh, Keegan Bradley week. This is a course you cannot ignore Keegan Bradley at, and whenever Keegan Bradley Keegan pops Bradley. in the in the model, you kind of have to play him because it it, when, it just all, one of those guys that seems to line up when he pops, he pops for a reason. He typically doesn't disappoint. Uh, he actually uh, was it last was was last week or the week before he caught us by surprise actually. Two weeks ago, Genesis, it was two weeks ago, was, yeah, yeah. He 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 was sneaky good at the Genesis. And real quick, I want to give you my key three, and then we'll then we'll jump yes. into this because there there's a lot going on here, and I'm pumped about it. But uh, my key three are actually the same four that you have <clears throat> minus minus off the tee. So I've got strokes gain approach as always, strokes gain putting, which I'm a new huge fan of. I already mentioned off the top, strokes gain part fives. Um, I could I could and probably should get in a little more of the minutia on the par fives. I might do some tweaking uh, yeah. if I have any kind of straws or hairs to split. Uh, but then instead of off the tee, I'm taking around the green. I'm just okay. basically, yeah, I'm, I'm I I just. It's a short game kind of week. I'm feeling it. And so my that's why when you're talking about Keegs, I was like, shit, I can ignore him anytime I want. But I also don't have my stuff organized or ranked right now by uh let me see what let me see what my hold on, let me see where my model has old Keegs. Is he up so here? I, let me see. <coughs> Keegs no. actually ends up uh it depends. So when I when I put in um par fives instead of uh par fours from uh 450 to 500 when i had 450 to 500 for par fours in there he ranked out uh like top five in my model when i switched that out for par fives uh he dropped down to 44th in my model but that doesn't change how i feel about it for this week uh because i think that's one that you can kind of go either way with that stat uh but his history here is what interests me more uh for keegan bradley and and his form because like i said he, he played well uh, I think he finished T20 at the at the um, the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management. Uh, he finished T20. He finished second at the Farmers. Uh, and then just in the past couple of years, last year he finishes T11 here. The year before that, T10. And then followed that up with uh, – or pre, preloaded uh, – he led <laughs> those years with three straight top 50 finishes. So he hasn't missed the cut here in five years. That's the kind of consistency I'm looking for, especially for a guy who's only 7,600 this week on, on DraftKings. That's what I'm talking about. No, Keegan, no. No, no, no. Big old pivot on Keegan. When we get down to 7K, we can already say that. You're divoting. I'm pivoting. I will walk away from Keegan this week. You know why? Because he doesn't pop in my model. I trust the numbers when it comes to Keegan because I got to put my personal bias aside. I actually have nothing but love. I freaking love because he's got such a flat swing. He's another one of those guys that's been like – thought that he was going to be out of the game and yep. now all of a sudden he's back popping every week he's leaned out he's participating in a lot of these like you know, sponsors probably ask him to but anyways he's like you know social media stuff so keegs we love you you know new england golf is not easy golf to get good at yeah. either speaking so um i love me some keegan bradley just not this week let's talk Fair about right. it though since you since you passed the talking sticks stupid you <laughs> i uh i'm gonna <laughs> i i this is a week where you really, I mean, I'm still not sold in my approach. I could, because yeah. there is so much value according to my little witch, Dr. Magic and the, and the models that we create. 
down in the six and seven K range. I, I love me some John Rom. I love me some Scotty Scheffler. I love yeah. me some Rory McElroy. And here's the funny part. Rory's going off at what? 22% ownership. Here we go with Bud and his ownership. The leverage. Uh, he's yeah. Leverage, <laughs> leverage. I love it. Uh, he's Rory, popping off go. at 22, which cracks me up because well, like we said, John Rom's on a heater. And the the kind that Scotty Scheffler was on. And don't forget, Scotty just won two, three weeks ago at Waste Management. He defended there. He's defending here. John Rom, again, can beat any human on earth at the game of golf, save Tiger Woods. I think Tiger would get into his noodle on the back nine if it was mano a mano. And then Rory, the 2018 champ, who eats this place for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, he's the par five king, and he's playing par fives phenomenally right now. It's mm-hmm. dealer's choice. You really can just start create. You could probably just do it several times. Plug a whole plug a flag in each one of them and build out some some lineups, and you're gonna do okay because your your winner is. I mean, it's not unlikely that your winner is gonna come out of those three. That said, truth gun to my head, if I had to say who am I gonna ride with this week, I'm gonna say Rory. I'm gonna say eat the chalk mm-hmm. if you have to because I think he's watching everybody else win. And when it comes down to splitting hairs with guys in the way that they're playing, he's playing great. You know, he's just you know not quite you know getting it. Scotty's winning, John's winning, so I think it might be one of those. It's my turn. So who knows? You, I'd say you have to eat the chalk with Rory. You stole the words right out of my mouth, which is why, which is why Rory is getting. Rory's going to get the the bell ring for the show because that is the exact reason why I also went to Rory for myself. Uh, literally, just my, my thought was he is going to feel like Rom has taken all the wins and he needs to get one too. Uh, and th- yeah. But this is, how it, this is how it should be. With the, uh, I got to follow the, up on that. When you hit the top tier here the, the with the top golfers, they should be pushing each other. Like I'm not saying that in a way that Rory's pissed off at Rom or anything. No, yeah, I think yeah. it's from a competitive friendly like push each other to be better that they're just competitive guys and well we saw, you, we I, saw in- I think we saw in full swing rory's a competitive guy especially when it comes to playing against guys that he's friendly with so um i think rory's gonna want want to prove that he's he can get one too and I like this uh-huh. feels like that this feels like the tournament in the course where it would feel right for him to go out there and do it at it, I, I, I like i like where your head's at <laughs> and uh a couple of things like we said we saw it in full swing where these guys are they're rooting for each other but they also want to kill each other and i saw it if you if you don't if you don't follow me on the insta ham go look for this at this buds for you it was in my story earlier i saw it on golf digest or something shared it where it was just a picture of tiger and it was his response when like somebody asked him you know when you saw everybody wearing that red remember when they all came out in red after his accident on yeah. sunday like, that was wild it, it was so instant cool. waterworks and it was like that's a perfect example of all those guys got together in that same moment and then went out to beat each other. It, mm-hmm. It's a camaraderie that I think, again, not to shit on live, but this is a shit on live episode for me. I go back and forth. I'm, you know, I, it's a pendulum for me. And again, I'm giving them credit where credit's due and I'm going to slap them around where I think yeah, they, we'll be, they deserve we'll be it because fair. until, Both until ways. they put down, until they put down the whole, we're just as good. No, you're not just as good. Admit what you are. You gotta mm-hmm. get to do this for a while before it becomes meaningful to anybody else. Don't think that like, you know, the tour built something here. You don't get to take that with you and you go. So back yeah. off. Sorry. I'm a little grumpy about that because it could well, be it's, it's so got, much it's better. Got, and so anyways, anyways, like when, when they first came out, started with, I think us included for at least a very, maybe just one day even was for a short time was like, you know what? We love the attitude. Like the attitude yeah. is like giving them that edge, but you know what? It's gotten stale. It's it's outplayed yeah. its uh, its message and it's it's just not working. And they they, they the the fact they only got forty eight guys out there is going to lead mm-hmm. to these big shot wins every every week and nobody's going to really get distracted with the team shit. But anyways, the thing I was going to laugh about is I I do always laugh and I was laughing about this earlier the idea that like somebody wants it more than the other person. Uh, yeah. But I agree with you that I think there's always that we look back and we go, there's some mystic juju that happened there and the stars aligned. John Rahm in his interview earlier this earlier today was pointing out uh, somebody asked him, you know, did you, you know, did you have your best stuff or like, have you ever had your best stuff? Oh no. They said, if you have all your best stuff, if you're firing on all cylinders, anybody beat you? And he says, no. And yeah. he's like, do you think other guys think that? He's like, I would think so. Like, I would <laughs> think they think that. And then he, they, they said, well, how many? And he goes, I don't know. It was great. But he's, then he's pivoted to tiger told him, because he did ask Tiger the same question. How many times did you have in your 82 PGA Tour wins? How many times did you have your best stuff? Tiger said, maybe three. Yeah. And 
So what we're talking about here, John, Scotty, Rory, 10K and above, who's got their best stuff this week? I mean, that, who's got the most of their best stuff? Yep. But is that good enough to beat somebody, the 153 other guys, or 44, whatever it is, it's less than that. It's 120 this week. It's an invitational. Yep. Is it enough to beat the other one, 117? And so let's talk about that. So we talked about Rory in the 10K range. Let's drop down to 9K because it, it, it's juicy. And I'm going to go first yeah. since I'm holding the talking stick. Um, <clears throat> there's guys I love here. I, re- I really I really like Patrick Cantlay. He ranks out third mm-hmm. in my model. Um, he's only 10% owned. And, and again, this is the kind of place where, and he's playing well. He's been playing well recently. Xander Shoffley, same thing. 13, yep. you know, 13%. He's trending in the right direction. He's got a lot of high finishes. He ranks out high in my model. Same thing with Tony Finau. Tony Finau mm-hmm. is actually first in my model. He's 11% ownership, but I'm not going to go with any of those three. It, okay. it, for me, for me, it was a toss up between Victor Hovland because I had a funny feeling and then that went <laughs> away and I'm going to trust the science. And I'm going to go with JT, Justin Thomas this week. I'm going to dig in. And I, I think in less and less the magic kind of moves me and I, and, and I go with the top tier guy and then just try to find the value. There's a lot of guys in this nine K range that I would try to find a way to finagle. And that that's where I might have to go down and get some of that, that six K change change. But 8.2% ownership. He's playing well. The guy's fucking do. So JT, I'll steal it. I'll see you in the winter circle. So you get that because yeah. he's from Kentucky and a winter circle is a horse race thing. Well, see, for me, it was Patrick Hanley. Patrick Hanley is the guy. First of all, this, this entire 9K range, like you said, it, it, uh, my model too, you really can't go wrong here. Pretty much my entire top 10 of my model is in this 9K range. Uh, so yeah. it's one of those weeks where, like we said, the, the cream is going to rise to the top. That's what these. That's what this schedule is designed to do. It's yes. working. It's working. So Patrick Cantley for me is the guy here in the 9K range. I'm going to take the shot on and one because out of all the other guys, he's one of the cheapest at 9100. He's also one of. The, he's actually the least. Uh, other than JT, JT is projected at eight percent ownership. Uh, Cantley is at nine point eight percent. So, uh, but JT's in like the 30s for me in my model. So. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going can't lay there for myself, uh, with that sub, hopefully sub 10, uh, percent ownership and at that price and considering who's around there and the game that he brings and, and kind of the attitude that he, he definitely has the stuff to, to stand up against the big dogs. Uh, it feels like a good play for me at 9,100 and, uh, let, let's bring that into the 8k range though, because, uh, surprisingly for me, one, the 8k range, when you really look at it feels small. It feels like there's not a ton of guys sitting in this AK range, and they also just don't like maybe one or two guys are popping for me in this range. But the AK range is, uh, feels disappointing to me. I don't know if you had the same reaction, but it, it felt disappointing to me when I was uh, going through building some stuff. Uh, no, eight's a good number. I never get disappointed. No, I'm just kidding. I hear where you're coming from, though. Sung JM, I think, is on the is on the cusp. I think he's yep. been playing mediocre and knows he can play better. Matty Fitzpatrick, same boat. Been playing mediocre is better than he's been playing. Sure. Cam Young, just haven't really seen him yet this year. Jordan Spieth has been trending, but as a matter of fact, we'll get to that in a minute. Jason yeah. Day is a guy that's on the rebound and has had had a few, you know, hot rounds. So I see what you're saying. Everybody is and he's had hot rounds at this course too. Jason Day has a has right, a yeah, he's, good he's popular. Fifteen percent projected ownership yeah. here. He's he's a popular guy, especially fifteen percent in eight k. Don't know if I'm going to dig that deep. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's the reason I'm not going to go for him either. But I, but I want to keep going down further. He's got someone. Yeah, go for it. There, there's 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 a gut play down at the bottom at Keith Mitchell just yeah. because he's been playing really good. Yes, you know, he, he was he was leading a couple weeks ago uh, at Genesis, I think. And then he's just been around up top. He, the East Coast golf is his thing. He's a Georgia guy, you know, Southeast. And I don't know. I mean, if you have if, if you have to fill a hole, I don't have him marked, by the way. I just saw his name as we were going down because I was with you. I was like, who's a f- you know? The, the yeah. one that the one that stand the two that stand out are Jordan Spieth and Jason Day and Jason I'm going to pivot on because he's 15 percent ownership and I just don't think I'm going to cough up that much dough unless I have that much dough to just kind of fill in because I do one of those you know studs and duds and all of a sudden you're left with yeah. that much change somewhere Spieth he's ranking out okay he ranks out 18th in my model and he's a name but I was digging into it a little bit and he's only 5.6 projected ownership which normally that's, that's, you know, you can, you, that, yeah. that's a really good kind of bet because he's the kind of guy who can just get a hot putter and pop. He's won God knows how many times we're talking about JT. He's won 15 times in $52 million. Spieth's up there too. So these guys can win it, but 
it's really 163 in Phoenix that is bringing his value. You know, that's dragging the average down. Outside of that, he's been playing not great, and he missed mm-hmm. the cut at Pebble, which is like his his spot. So. I yeah. like Sung Jay just because he's been playing and I think he's going to pop at any moment, but at 8,900 and 15% projected ownership, it's not worth, you know, there's not enough promise there. So I'm going down to, I'm going down to Tom Kim. That's who, that's who I kind of like because I the trust the numbers and he, and he, well, he, he ranks out 10th in my model. He's won before he's been playing. Where's, where's, where's Tommy boy? Not, not, not Mr. Fleetwood. I had him up earlier. I love, <laughs> I love me some fairway Jesus. And he's he's actually a fun social media follow between his tailor made stuff and the DP World Tour stuff. He's yeah. great. But Tom Kim T forty five at the Genesis, which is nothing to sniff at. T fifty at Waste Management. Okay, we're making cuts. T six at the Amex. So he's making cuts, and he's been there before. And he won earlier this year. He's won twice already. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he, he's like a potential Jordan Spieth and JT. Where young gun, he's going to pop off. So I like me some Tom Kim because the price is right for the brand, uh, and he just signed that massive deal with Nike. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I like it, and and in that honestly, it kind of sums up the AK range for me. <laughs> it just it does. It's it's, but like I said, because which makes sense because we we set up top that we want to be paying for some of these uh these top guys, these top dogs. So which means we're in most cases not gonna we might have one guy in the AK range or out of six Carolina because we're gonna have to fill backfill with some seven and six K guys if we want to get those so, top guys. Yeah. So if you now dive into that 7k range and help you find that value in those leverage plays to get you in there. And I'm going to get you started out with one of my favorite right here. Someone who's been playing uh, consistent, someone who uh, I don't think a lot of people have really noticed. I I honestly didn't really notice until uh, he popped my model and I did a little more looking at him. Uh, Hadn't really noticed from these more recent tournaments, but he's been playing a lot too. He's played 29 tournaments so far. Um, At least I don't know when that goes back to exactly, but uh, 29 tournaments, uh, is what all these stats are coming from. And that's Wyndham Clark at 7,500, uh, that projected ownership of, if I click on the right tab, 7.3%. Uh, he's made his last five straight cuts. All of those finishes have been tied, at least tied top 50s, including two top 10 finishes. Uh, and Wyndham Clark uh, finishes out, or ranks out second in the field in par fives, top 25 in all my other key stats except for putting. But with the amount that he's been playing, how consistently he's been playing recently. I feel like that putter can, we've talked about before how putting can be um, very up and down. It can be red hot one week. It it all depends. It feels like if if he's feeling comfortable out there and feeling it on some of these par fives, I feel like that might be a a catalyst to get that putter feeling a little bit better. And consistency helps the putter as well. He's been playing a lot. So I'm willing to take a shot at uh, on Wyndham Clark at that 7,500 price tag at 7% ownership. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I like Wyndham Clark. He's a good story. Uh, although I was just creeping on his PGA tour bio page and put a little effort into it, man. Come on. I'm good at ping pong. I enjoyed watching tiger woods at the Southern Hills PGA. And then something else that I'm sure is sweet. Uh, like, come on, put a little effort into it. Now he doesn't pop for me. Although I think that's going to be something else we got to run up the pipeline, future merch. Uh, look, look out for pop my model t-shirts. Um, pop my model. Oh Jesus! Pop my model. We're gonna get me too before we get off the ground. <laughs> now seven K is. I like that you went straight for who you like, and then you passed the yep. talking stick. Which once again, mistake on your part because I like <laughs> a lot of seven K guys. I got excited by seven K. Oh, there's, there's a few in here too. Yeah, there's we'll, your we'll... there's your boy Keegan. I'm gonna pass right over the, right over him. Sure. Fairway, fairway, Jesus. I love him. He's playing well right now. He ranks ninth in my model. He's a ball striker. Uh, and this, this is one of those things where if he's on, he's going to be a guy to look out for, but 14% projected ownership. No, thank you. Not for 75 K. That's the, that's the, that's the social media pop. You know what I mean? Like the numbers popping for me, but the social media is popping for everybody else. So they're picking Tommy, Tommy hair, hairway and not can't do it. Uh, Taylor, (laughs) Taylor Montgomery, Taylor Montgomery is another popular name. He's 29th Mm -hmm. in my model. And he's only 2.5% ownership. I mean, that's another one of those things yeah, where the guys kind of do, but miss miscut the last two weeks. Yeah. He was solid. on a good run before that. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I, I'm not going to all, I mean, I, he he's on the short list. He's not somebody I'm going to endorse dividing early, but he's on the short list for, for fillers later. Shane Lowry just coming off of the performance of the Honda is worth yeah. a look, but he's missed all of his cuts at Bay Hill. And I think it's because mm-hmm. he plays his home course down at the Honda and then he's just out of gas. So 
drop it down one more spot on my model. We're 32 in my model, 7,900, 5.2% ownership, T4 at the Genesis, T39 waste management, T4 at the farmers. It is time. Come down, come home, Mr. Thigala. I want to welcome you to the winner's circle. Nice. I cried. I cried. If you didn't cry, go back and yep. watch it again. Full swing episode. Mm-hmm. I want, I, I kind of want it to happen. And that's what, what jumped out at me. But then when you dig into it, 7,900 and his recent, recent form and the numbers match, uh, I'm definitely going to find a way to make him into my lineup this week, because I also think poetically, this is the kind of tournament that a guy like him deserves to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, that is my Salem, Salem, witch city magic that I'm trying to put that juju spin on it. So uh, I, Mr. Thigala, here we go. I like Thigala. I mean, we, we both have always liked Thigala. So, uh, so I get it. Um, I don't necessarily think this is the week he's going to do it, but, but it would be a fantastic story if it was this week uh, because going up against the field that he'd be going up to, to have to pull that win off would be uh, just a story in itself. So, uh, once you factor in the family and his, the story we all get to see just in the last couple of weeks here, uh, that would just be fantastic for golf. So I'm rooting for him, just not in my lineup this week. Uh, but another guy in that seven, that 7K range uh, that I definitely think is worth a look, um, if I can find him again because I just went up, uh, Tom Hoagie, a favorite of mine to play. Love, you love you some Hoagie. <laughs> I love I, – I, I, I find myself playing him all the time at 7,300. He's got a projected sub 10% uh, ownership projection um, ranks out fairly well. Uh, first in approaches right now in the field, uh, which is huge. Uh, and also top five in approaches from 200 plus yards out, which is important at this course as well. I've uh, been playing pretty well. He, he finished T32 here last year. Uh, so he's a guy who has familiar, familiarity with this tournament, with this course. Uh, I like him as just a smooth sailing cut maker and pushing like a top 30 kind of finish. Uh, but well, I'm, I'm playing around with some lineups right now uh, to do, if, if he does that for me, that would allow me to go out and play a Rory and say a, a JT together in the same lineup, which I think would be a nice, <clears throat> a nice edge to have. Cause like we said, we got to get creative if we want to get two of those top tier guys uh, in your lineups this week. I was trying to find a way to get both Rory and Ram in there. It was just going to get too funky. Uh, too funk in the 6k range where what are going to be worth it that's when you're coming into my witch doctor magic kind of but, but, but kind of realm know, yeah but you don't know until you try so you, you gotta try but yeah you got a little too funky so you, i abandoned that there, pretty fast. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna impart some wisdom on you that i hope i'm not the first to tell you there are plenty of things in this world that you do not need to try to know that it's not for you <laughs> Fair enough. But I'll tell you something that is for me. We're in the 6K range, right? I kind of want to spell it. You love this guy. I like this guy basically because he's been playing well. And again, if the if, 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 if it pops, let me rephrase that. He's not been playing well. He's he was playing well earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah. then he's been then he just cut, cut, cut. But when the when he was playing as well as he was earlier this year, going back to before the holidays. T2, T29, we don't have anything for about eight tournaments in a row outside of the top 35, top 40. Mm-hmm. So, and then he's down here, Andrew Putnam, come on down. You, you can have a seat <laughs> next to me and John Rahm. I mean, but that, that's the kind of risk you almost have to take where you hope that after three missed cuts, he digs deep, he finds it. He's 10th in my model. So 6,700, 10th in the model. And you're sitting there at your model looking at, you know, John Rom, Rory, and then something like that. It's almost one of those. All right, I'm going to trust to science and hope that it follows through. So that's one of my value plays down in the down there in the 6K range. Go further up, and this is just stick with me here. Okay. This is this is kind of like how do you not <laughs> after what he did last week, 6900. How do you not give Eric Cole a look? Yeah. How do you not? How do you not think I that maybe you might you know, bring like, him up? Well, and he'd stick with me here a little bit further. And this is why yep. Wyndham Clark got a little bit of um, got a little bit of flack because he could have cool stories like this. We don't know. But yeah. if you go to PGATour.com, <laughs> I want to read to you and give you all like, 28 seconds of your life. This is Eric Cole's story. So you saw what he did last week, you know, you know, battling. Yeah. Just freaking close. I mean, we're talking how hard it is to win. All right. Personal Eric Cole. This is from PGATour.com player bio. Uh, his mother, Laura Ball, was the 1973 LPGA Rookie of the Year and finished with 70 top 10s across a 25-year LPGA career. 
She also won the 1971 U.S. Women's Amateur as a 16-year-old, making her the youngest winner in the history at that time. She eventually worked at Sawgrass Country Club. Shouts, I've shot 76 there a couple times. Beautiful course. Also home mm-hmm. of the players before the players was built. For four years as a teaching professional before establishing her own golf school in St. Augustine. Gorgeous place. His father, Bobby Cole, a native of South Africa, won the 1977 Buick Open on the PGA Tour, in addition to becoming the youngest winner of the British Amateur as an 18-year-old in 1966. If you're Eric Cole and you're going in to that PGA Tour playoff, what, (laughs) where, how do you summon the strength to just, I didn't know that was his background until I was getting, I was, I was doing some research for the show and I was like, we're talking layers on layers. So for anybody out there who says it's not that big of a deal, who, why are you so upset with, we're talking about an entire entity of golf that has been built through generations of stuff like this. That's not all PGA tour stuff. You know, it was LPGA tour. It was British, you know, British amateur. It's not that, but these groups have been together. And so if you want to cry about, Oh, they won't let me in the club. You were in the club. You were a trusted member of the club. And instead of because your ideas got shot down so many times, you took your ball, you ran away and you're pissed at people for not wanting to play your game. Well, you know what? Get over it. Not because I said so, because the (laughs) memories of these great golfers who came before us said so the Coles and the Baws and everybody like that. So Eric Cole, if you can find a little bit of room in your lineup this week for 6,900, throw him some love. Let's see if we can't get this guy across the finish line. Yeah, it, it, once again, be another great story. Four percent ownership too. That uh, it doesn't hurt down there to to get that. So, and if he, like you said, if he uh, if he can carry that momentum, sometimes that's all it takes with some of these guys to carry the momentum. What are you drinking? What is that? That's my it's my sippy cup. It's like a third it's different my... drink you've had on camera tonight. Well, let's see. That's a lot of sugar. I don't drink. I don't drink sugary drinks like that very often. That's I haven't had an Arnie Palmer in God knows how Jesus. long. And so I'm feeling so, are you like my nails again? I'm feeling so just, so with the bourbon and that, um, this is my Brita. Somebody please clip the yum, yum, yum noise he just made. (laughs) This is my, this is my Brita with the built-in filter. I got to say it's a game changer because I love that. Like after living in Maine for three years on, on, you know, on, on land with our own well, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about the kind of water where you could just drink it out of the shower. You drink it out of anything. It was so freaking pure. Moved to Salem. And while I am grateful for the department of public down here, (laughs) barely bathe in it. No, it, uh, the Brita filter and I'm not trying to get, yeah, Brita, if you want to throw us some love, we'd like, it's just some, some DMP logos right there. No, uh, that's why I gotta get, gotta stay hydrated, man. Rule number one, Jack. Yeah. It's something I don't do enough of, but I, out of a All water right. bottle like that, I think I would. So what else you got in the 6K? I I, I mean, listen, oh. I got excited about the 6K. I went all in on the 6K. That's fine. Uh, I think that's how you're going to get John Rahm and JT or Rory and Patrick Cantlay in a lineup is by going down there. So either do your homework or just trust me. So here, here's a 6K play that is purely – because there's so many things saying to not play this guy in my model, but it's 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 a gut play. Um, and, and it's just sometimes you, you roll with some of those. When you make a multiple lineups, you, you roll a gut play. Uh, but uh, 12th in off the tee, 39th in approach, 40th on par fives. Uh, he has a T5 finish here back in 2020. Uh, and in his recent tournaments, he's got uh, – two top tens out of his last five, only one miscut at, I think I said 2% ownership, Mr. New fan favorite, Joel Dahman coming in. Look, this is the first, seriously, here's my, here's my thought on this and why it's a gut decision. This is the first time we're going to see him since full swing came out. After seeing how he was on full swing, I'm wondering if he, if, like some reality snapped in him, seeing it play back, having the reaction of the fans coming out after full swing and probably reaching out to him and showing support for him and whatnot. You you talk about Stroke's game home life all the time. This feels like something that might be a motivating factor, uh, a, a rise of like confidence in him that I would love to be a part of if uh, if he and have him on my team in my lineup. Um, he can pull something off this week. I'm gonna give you some of your own medicine. Never. <laughs> 
You talk about self-fulfilling total, prophecies, total or, or, or well, exactly. It is a gut play because it would yeah. be a great, it would be a great story. It'd be a wonderful story. Yes, I think a couple things there. A, I agree with you that he, 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 he is the kind of player that is not gonna not gonna surprise anybody when he plays well. Remember yes. a couple, remember a couple weeks. He's gonna surprise ago, himself was, more than anybody else. Well, I'm gonna get to that. I think because that's the second part of this. The analytical side, what you know, what analysis I actually do is you heard for how long I was saying we gotta wait till Jason Day shows us something, and he's been showing us something, and now he's getting sure. my attention. Xander Shoffley, that was real quick. I, you know, I was like, ah, yeah. he hurt his back, and then like the next week he was like T two, T three, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Joel is the same caliber golfer. And I think that's what full swing was supposed to exhibit. By the way, sure. r- roll the tapes. We've been we've been on the bucket hat. Since oh, sure. he won, since he won down in down in like the Bahamas or Puerto Rico or somewhere down yeah, there, yeah, this is not the first it, time his name has been mentioned here. No, 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 no. that's my point. That, well, that's my point. Is like I, I remember like Gino, his his caddy, running down into the into the the sand trap and like diving for the bucket hat. And I think in his mind, and that's what he says in full swing, somebody's going to be the 70th best player in the world. Why sure. not me? In his mind, that was his one win. And he's just going to ride the next 10, 15, 20 years as a journeyman. But then all of a sudden you have an experience like the U.S. Open. So what you're getting at is exactly what full swing was was portraying mm-hmm. in that episode by putting him up against Colin, which is one guy knows how good he is, believes in how good he is. The other guy said wow i was good a couple times that was awesome mm-hmm. do you remember that he didn't see his identity as that great of a golfer he saw he saw sure. himself as a professional golfer not a great golfer a professional golfer and maybe it was an experience like the us open and also sometimes strokes gained home life like you said being part of that club being invited mm-hmm. to be in on on full swing i don't know all the ins and outs i don't know who was extended invitation sure, how, i don't yeah. know if it was strictly on obviously it wasn't strictly on how good you are, the caliber you of your career, because we had rookies, they had stories that they were building. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I do, I, I would just say, <laughs> I, I agree with you say he's a gut play this week because he has yeah, not been playing well, but I endorse that gut play with, if your gut saying, give you some bucket hat, take the bucket hat because at any given moment, he's going to pop off. He's going to be, I do think that JD is not going away because also Travis Matthews, we talked about some of his new endorsement deals. These companies are doing their homework now. They're not going to throw, you know, no disrespect to anybody who's going through or struggling with addiction, but they're not going to throw money at a golfer or a player who's got, uh, who's got that kind of baggage and issues off, off, you know, off the field. They, they put, they do their market research. They'll talk to some friends. They're not doing FBI background checks. Who knows? No. Maybe they are. They, they, they might you be, know, honestly. Yeah. You know, they, they, or, you know, private investing. They probably have private investors. Nike is. Let us know. Oh shit, dude. Nike owns <laughs> Phil Knight to, to waffle iron out of the back of his damn car. Kids yeah. put your phone down and go, go play with your hands. Not in that way. Oh, look, but but Joel, but you said Joel Donald oh, hasn't been playing great. He, look, he didn't play great at the Genesis. He got cut there, but it's not like he's been playing bad. He's at the Phoenix at the Waste Management. He finished T fifty. At Pebble Beach, he finished T forty one. Making cuts, first... making, cut, making cuts is not his caliber right now. He's a top twenty five golfer. Oh, he's better than just making cuts for sure. But it's not like he. But like you said, like we always say, when we're arguing over something range, we agree. No, yeah. I do agree that he's a good gut. Well, he's a good gut play if you see him down yeah, there. It's yeah. like in my other league where I'm getting my ass handed to me. Then, let, then let's get to help. then let's get if to a you play see that, him low. Play him. Then let's get to two plays here that the stats back up for me. Then if you're looking at six K range, that's not just a gut play. If you don't trust my gut, I get it. Uh, there's enough of it here to trust, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but two plays that the stats can back up down here in the six K range is uh, Alex Smalley and Ben Griffin. Ben Griffin's a name I've been saying a few times. Last week, dude. Uh, last week we said it, and it's for good reason though. He's popping right now. He's having himself a good little run. Sure, he missed the cut at the ATT, but he, he followed up with a T21 at the Honda. Mm-hmm. You know, three straight uh, top 35s before that. Um, he doesn't have a history at this tournament specifically, but he's been playing well in all the areas you need to play in. Uh, so Ben Griffin, 6,700, once again, subpar 10 ownership is a good play. And then Alex Smalley, someone who uh, could get below 5% ownership, depending on your tournament. Him and Smotherman, uh, you, something about you and Smother- the, 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 the Smotherman and Smalley. Yeah. Well, Smalley finished T38 here last year. He ranks out 26th in my model. Um, and just another guy who I think uh, could easily make the cut this weekend and maybe sneak into a top 35 finish. Uh, he definitely has that capability and has a good um, kind of run about him right now. So those, those are two guys in the in the 6K range I wouldn't mind uh, having a fall on if I want to really start paying up for some guys. 
And I and I might if I, you know what I might do just one lineup or making multiple lineups where I do put Rory and Rom in a lineup and I backfill it with like three six K guys all all those three guys and just hope to get lucky. You never well, know. I don't, I don't want you having to pay for any more guys than you can handle. So. <laughs> With that being said, if you did enjoy the last hour of your life, tell a friend about it, invite them over next time, find the little button bell down there and click subscribe. If you're listening to this, it's even easier and it'll just load you up and for the next week. Uh, And for all you do for us, Mahler bros, fantasy national for making us look good and be smarter. Thank you. And be yeah, you nailed the accent there. You know, you're picking it up every I've now. I've been here and long then. enough. Like you I said, I'm, ride. Born, I'm born again, New England. If I need to go home, it only takes me a couple of days to kind of. And see, I, I I came from a Michigan family, so it's not like I had sure. Southern accents in my house. So yeah, I grew up and I grew up down there. And people be like, "Oh, where's your accent?" My folks, my dad was from Detroit. Like he literally grew up down the street from Eight Mile. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? yeah. Back it, to the it, studio. Look, it's hard. To, it's hard to keep just one accent when. And I'm going to try to see if I can draw this out for another full 20 seconds before we get our first reference of, you know, what to let it go the full hour. Uh, but when you're, when, when you're a traveling camp, man, it's hard to keep an accent from just one place. I feel like you're, you're all over the place. You've been in a lot of places in your life, Michigan to Florida, to Maine, to mass, like, and I know Maine and mass are close, but look, those accents, Washington, are, accents are completely in different DC. So yeah, you've been all over. You, you don't, you're not going to have one accent. There's going to be some words that sound a certain way and others that sound a certain another way. That's how it goes. I, appreciate, I, I appreciate you. Thank Thanks, you. Duck. I appreciate you too. <laughs> and look, if you and if you enjoyed this hour uh oh, here with us on Divots and Pivots, uh coming up at 9:30, a half hour from now. Uh, guys who will goal. actually make you make you smarter and probably make you <laughs> they know well, what they're the, talking about when it comes to sports betting. Plus money golf. They're going to bring you all your sports bet. And look, I just found this out right before the our show. Apparently, they've hit the past two winners. Uh, both in a, Two weeks in a row, they've hit the winner. So get over there. Listen to them at 930. Uh, find out everything they have to offer for this week. I'm sure they're going to come out firing, getting you that money at uh, Arnold Palmer's Invitational at Bay Hill. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here. We're going to see you next week right here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. We look forward to seeing you. Have a great night, everyone.